Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the shit? Let us go to sleep, this bitch talking to me! I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? How am I going? Man, I'm fucking dead. Why? You were right about people over 30 starting new hobbies. Oh, dumb. I'm fucking roasted, man. That's real dumb. I played two d- games of touch rugby tonight. I've got a sore heel. That's not even connected to anything. Oh, you could do without them. Chop it off. Fucking rooted. I've got a cork thigh. I haven't had a dead leg <laughs> since my mates held me down when I was 16 and just punched <laughs> one in for my birthday. <laughs> I remember birthday punches. Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah, right. I don't know when it stops or why it stops. It's like Tiggy. Why do you stop playing? That'd be great. Well, you're back playing it now just with a ball. How'd it go? Yeah, that's true. Man, we lost it. Yeah, I, I, I reckon I had two of the worst games of any sport I've ever played. Pissing down the whole time. And what's where I went and bought boots today. Boots? Like tags? Yeah, as in like footy boots. Because we're on grass and it just pisses down here all the time. Oh, I right, turned yep. up in runners last week and you end up just being blooper reel footage. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas today it was just shit in fluoro pink shoes. Oh, man. <laughs> Have you got fluoro pink? You got some Wendell Sailors. It's like a reddish pink. Oh, God. I was talking with our mate Dan Connell about it. You can't just get like a black boot. Have they stopped selling spray paint at the hardware? I didn't swing by. Yeah. I'm yet to do the Rebel Sport Bunnings run. <laughs> Last week I got um, I'm I'm getting railroad into, and I'm not going to do it. But uh, my boy has started playing unicycle hockey. Yeah, man, you tell me. Yeah, they're hassling me. They go, "Oh, you got to get a unicycle and start playing." Yeah. So, no, I don't. I'll just watch. It's pretty funny. Yeah. They're uh, they're fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like they're 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 real good. But I'm not doing it. That's up there, though, with like laser tag or something. You'd rather him play Fortnite because at least there's cash in that. What the fuck is unicycle hockey? How deep is the talent pool for just normal shit field hockey? What do you mean? It's completely different. Like, it's real fucking hard. Why doesn't he just play that? Play that? Field hockey? Mm. I don't think so. This is just like a Sunday morning. There's no, he could be playing for Australia in a couple of years. <laughs> I could have an Australian representative. Why isn't he already? I thought that's what it was. I oh, know. There's more than you think playing it. No, that's what I mean. No, 
if you can ride a unicycle while playing hockey, sure, you're in. You're in the Australian team. Nobody wants in. That's what you think. When did you yeah. find out about unicycle hockey? When you said it. When I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. So you haven't researched it. No, but I have researched sport. A fair chunk of my fucking life, actually. Um, watching heaps of it and reading about it and listening to podcasts about it. Yeah. And watching more of it. And I've never come across I've seen some fucking weird shit. Yeah. I'll even watch Cunch Chase Cheese Down the Hill in Scotland or whatever they do over there. Yeah. I will not <laughs> I will not and have not seen. I've even seen cornhole on fucking ESPN. You know the tailgating game where you throw the it's like the little um the little bean bag, the tiny bean bags into a hole. Yeah. They've made that a sport. It's on ESPN 7 or whatever. Never seen whatever the fuck you're talking about. I think you're pulling my leg. Now you'll see it. I'll send you a video. <laughs> Pretty funny. That'll be the only one. Some of the dudes doing it are fucking amazing. Yeah. Like they're all adults. He's the only 10 year old there. Yeah. It's quite funny because he's half their size. But yeah, you'll get into it. But again, what? Like when I played gridiron, there was under 19s and seniors because there weren't enough people. Now I think there's an under 16s, 18s. Yeah. I assume it's just open. Yeah, it's just open age. Yeah. Apparently the Swiss and the Germans are the best, but uh, there's world championships. It's supposed to be in France this year. Oh. But it'll probably be next year and we're going to go. Fucking Rona. Yeah. Wreck something else. Yeah. <laughs> Robbed out another important world event. Um, you're going to – hold on. Did you say you're going to go? Well, not spe- – like we – Gonna go anyway to France while we're there. Uh, it's on while we're there. I'm gonna yeah. just go. It's funny. Check out the freaks. I could bash all of them. <laughs> it's the only world championships you could go to as a spectator and just go. I could bash all of them. No problem. I'll start with the 65 year olds. Tour de France. You can you could bash all of them. Some of them are roided up and angry, man. They're little, but they're pretty angry. No, no, no. They're not. They're not roided up. They've got um. They've got EPO, so they've got more red blood cells, which is better. Because their fucking nose will run more when I headbutt them. The fucking tiny cunts. <laughs> All those extra red blood cells. Have you ever stood next to a pro cyclist? They are t- they're real small. Yeah. Jockey looking fellas. Pretty good. Man, it's getting to the point though. My father-in-law just bought a new bike. He does 60 or 70K a day up mountains out his way. And he's 72 or 73. Yeah. He just got a new bike. I think it was like. Fucking eight or nine grand. Yeah. It's insane. Mad. Um, but this thing you can pick up with your finger. It's got electronic. Now it's electronic, like the gears. Oh, yeah. The yep. buttons, like a little electronic gears. And it gets to the point where I think, man, no wonder you've got to ride so far. You're fucking almost in a car, cunt. Just get on my rusty 2002 Mongoose Villain and do 800 meters. Oh, yeah. Shops and back. Same workout. Yeah. On the dragster. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. It's got pegs, front and back tyres. Just give two mates a lift down to the shops, get some fish and chips, come back. You'll be sweating. <laughs> Man, speaking of the shops, I um, oh, I went, did you get involved, Heggy? I know you're a big shopping man. Um, oh, yeah, live for it. Black Friday or Cyber Monday? No. Any of that float your boat? I didn't really even know that was a thing. It's been advertised very heavily this year. Yeah, Seppos have done it again. It's like Halloween. It's a Seppo party, is it? Black Friday. Well, it's the Friday after Thanksgiving, okay. which is the fourth Thursday in November or whatever, the last Thursday. They go and fight over undies and shit. Yeah. Fat people fucking hitting each other down at the shops. Yeah. It's just a Excellent. good chance. It's a it's a fucking land larrikins special. Yeah. Black Friday sales. <laughs> yeah. Even even this year, even this year with the, like they're getting 200,000 cases a day. 
Yeah. Still rushing down the shops. Yeah. Close quarters fighting. It's got to be a good way to catch it, mm. I would think. <laughs> Can't help. Just standing shoulder to shoulder with strangers at 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm surprised they haven't brought out lances or something there, like, you know, poles so they can fight each other at a distance. Or those, you know, those concertina um, boxing glove. You pull the two things together and the glove comes out and punches. Just walk around with one of them. Man, you may have forgotten this. You may have forgotten this about America. They've got guns. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, they go a fair way. They don't need any of those fucking silly toys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, you've been down the shops fighting. Man, I went down Cyber Monday, rolled into Knife Point, which is the nickname for High Point here in Melbourne, a massive shopping centre, the jewel of the West. Yeah. Um, I actually almost got stabbed there when I was 15 years old and fortunately um, a member of the gang. What would you do? Well, there were some kids uh, that came up to my mates and I and I had KFC chips. One of these kids, um, I won't, Caribbean bag, um, long pinky nail rat tail. I don't have to you – you put the picture together. They didn't like that you had all that. That <laughs> <laughs> was a group of those guys Yeah, and uh, around the same age and one of them came up and said, give us a chip and I said, fuck off. Yeah, right. And it was your thing about, you know, just say please. Um, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, and that's a it. bit of pushing and shoving ensued and then he pulled out a, a flick knife. Flick knife, yes. Yeah. I heard head, which was my nickname in high school, just for having a fucking massive head. Yeah, and it was a mate I went to high school with who was in the who was in the gang. He said, "What happened?" And I said, "Fucking your mate just wanted a chip. Didn't say thanks. Didn't say please. <laughs> thanks." Yeah, and we all had a laugh and shared some chips. Good time. Oh, you gave him some chips after that. The the flick knife owner. No, I gave my mate one and then said, you're going to say thanks this time? Joking. I was shitting myself. Almost got stabbed at the shops. Fuck me. Inside the shops? No, outside, waiting for a bus. Bus station. Classic. Timeless place to get bashed. <laughs> bus station. Man, that Hopper's Crossing station once, I think I've said it on here before, a kid came past, I had my backpack on, and he came past on a skateboard and tried to steal my backpack that was like on my shoulders. While he was riding it, or did he at least stop? While he was on a skateboard. Brilliant. So he came off. Felt embarrassed. Man, I I went in there. It's overwhelming. I fucking hate the shops. Oh. I've tried to give them a go a few times this year. I know why Amazon's doing so well, and it's not because they don't pay people correctly. It's because people fucking hate the shops. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and the slavery. But, yes, they've yeah. done very well in all all parts. <laughs> I, I fucking hate the shops too. Do you ever go in for a lot? Like what do you do for Christmas shopping? I only go into shops if I need food. That's the only thing I ever go to the shops for. I'm not doing it. I don't go into shops. I don't even buy clothes. So I've got enough clothes to probably get me through the rest of my life at the moment. So it's fine. Um, you know what's happened here? This is this is embarrassing. Ruined Christmas. Sorry, I thought I'd lost Christmas off the toy. Oh, right. Ruined Christmas. <laughs> oh, that almost did ruin Christmas. <laughs> you know what ruined Christmas for me? Yeah. I caught the fucking postman, just a bit online online shopping. Just yeah, you know, yeah. They just walk around the lazy fuckers with a handful of those cardboard palm cards, yeah. chucking them in your letterbox, saying "Sorry, we missed you." Yeah, go to the post office and get your stuff. I walked outside and he's put one in. I said, "What's that?" He goes, "Oh, it's a got to go to the post office get your package." I said, "Where is it?" Fucking, why does that say "Sorry, we missed you" on it? <laughs> you fucking grub. Give me my shoes. Don't appreciate it. More KTs? No, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think you can get KTs delivered, actually. I wouldn't go so far as to do that. I've, 
I, I do I do actually go to the shops sometimes. Country town big W's. Very good. Oh yeah? Yeah. That's where you get your K2s. But um I, I wander into the shops, get some food and see if they've got a new new style. Rebel Sport in Melbourne, if you love rugby league, they can't give the shit away. What shit? Shiny shirts. Rugby league stuff. Yeah, right. Oh, please, what? anyone. Melbourne the Storm, purple, shiny fucking shirts. No wonder they can't give them away. Man, I I went in there. How grim is this? I thought Cyber Monday. I'll uh, I'll do a bit of Christmas shopping. It's a Monday and it's not a holiday in Australia. Um, surely the shops won't be busy. Went back to Knife Point, fucking rammed. Yeah. I walked in overwhelmed, thought, fuck this, I'm out of here. I thought, nah, there's one thing I've got to do while I'm here. Get the best, what I think is the best uh commercial thick shake and that is okay you know wendy's. out of a chain and that is a wendy's thick shake yeah crunchy shake or just a standard thicky no i go the um fuck what's it called chop oh fuck what's it um fuck i forget chalk monster or something i don't know a lot of chocolate in there it's a good time but yeah easy so i found high point massive four level fucking spread across a road it's it's growing. It's a cancer. Yeah. I went up to one of the uh, info, you know, the info screens where you can just type in what you're looking for. Yeah. And typed in Wendy's. No Wendy's there. It's one of the saddest moments in life is going, I'll just get a thick shake and then go home. Typing Wendy's in, no results. Oh, well. <laughs> Donut King's got a similar style of thicky, though, don't they, or not? They do. But Donut King, I found Donut King was right down the other end of the center down two levels. Ah, not having that. You pretty much have to drive there. Yeah, <laughs> you probably could. Just get one of those fucking mobility pricks to pick you up and drive you there. Um, mate, you know what I am looking forward to though, and that is I'm only a few weeks away from being back on the booze. Yeah, nice. What's the, uh, what's the first night going to entail? Talk me through the drinking uh, regime. I don't think I'll do anything at... 001, 2021. No, you're not going to tell the missus and the kid to stay upstairs. Just stay up there. You don't want to see. <laughs> Just go down the garage. <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde situation. Yeah. Imagine just drinking by yourself in the car. New oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I might do it. We've got that flask. It's probably got some Jammo in it from a few years ago, which would be more expensive now. Yeah, man. Fuck. It's aged. Times of my life, I've. I've drunk too much in in periods, but I've never drunk by myself in the dark. That's where I draw the fucking line. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's grim. I am starting to take recommendations, though. People are sending me different beers and whiskeys and shit I should have. Okay. First time round. So, fuck it, send us a message at Midflight Brawl on Instagram or midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> send us a message. What should I fucking get stuck into? It's been a year and no booze. Conor McGregor's still got his shit whiskey out there. I'd take it easy. Like I'd sort of, you know, don't cold turkey it. You get don't, don't hot turkey it first night out. Yeah. You'd be fucking dead. Adam Rosenbach's the comedian. He said um, he had a year off booze a few years ago and he said, it's not January 1 you worry about because January 1 you just dip your toes in the pool. Yeah. He said it's January 2 when you wake up fine and think, well, clearly I'm invincible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said he almost had to get his stomach pumped on the third. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, speaking of drinking, we've got another fucking cracking ep 
uh, of mid-flight brawl to get stuck into. But first of all, hey, you were just in Canberra, weren't you? We've had oh, some yeah, fans man. come up, yeah, fans of the pod, saying hi. Yeah, I thought I thought you were all fucking losers, but really nice people coming up saying hello, listen to the podcast, thanks very much for saying it. It's nice because I thought I was just doing this for fucking nothing. Turns out some of you turn up to stand up and you don't sit in the front row with your stupid fucking hamburger shirts on or anything yelling catchphrases at me, which I appreciate. So I was uh, terrified of being reduced to that when I started a podcast with you and uh, I'm not fucking having that. As soon as I can figure out how to make a Luke Heggie teddy bear that's got... And Ruin Christmas. I can put those in it and they can just push the buttons while you're on stage. I'll um I'll let everyone know. I had Adam and Aiden come up to Absolute Legends at Euro. Basement Comedy in Melbourne came up and said hello after the gig the other night. It's fucking good lads. Top night. Um, they were on the booze. I was missing it. Not long now. Boys, boys, boys. Fuck, my legs are sore. Let's get stuck into this. It is, it is, it will involve drinking as most mid-flight brawls do. Uh, episode 39, should we do it? Yep, let's get in, mate. Let's fucking do it. All right. So this week, mate, we have got, if you cast your mind back, to January 16, 2006. What a year. Oh, great year. We're looking at uh, flight BY437B. So good start there. Heaps of digits. <laughs> I love that already. Some digits <laughs> followed by the letter B. So it's not even the – it's already got the airline code yep. and then this number, this number flight already has a B team flight. Yeah. And we're going to figure out why pretty quick. Well, there's uh, it's it's none other than Thompson Fly, the, the great Thompson Fly that we all love as an airline. <laughs> uh, and it's Cancun, Mexico. I had a look at this. Yeah. Thompson Fly only ran- – only ran for a few years. Oh, we'll get into it. Sorry, where's it going? Uh, Cancun, Mexico oh. to Manchester, Oof. but ending up being via Sanford, Orlando, and then Birmingham. So to, didn't even get there in the end, but we'll get wow. to that. Cancun to Manchester is a, again, that's a, that is a Northern Hemisphere Phuket to Perth. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely, like full of absolute grubs. Mm. And like... Good for stories, though, because they all don't mind talking. They love a natter, Bogans. They love to get on the so the good for sound bites. After there's been a fight, they'll all chip in and say something because they've seen it. Uh, Rafael Krawczyk from Lodz, Poland, but lives in Belfast. He was having himself some me time in Cancun to the tune of a well-earned one-week holiday package. Does that guy go anywhere where it's not heavily, you know, heavy drinking? Just Poland to Belfast to Cancun. There's no yeah. clean living. <laughs> he's not. He's not popping by. You know the the hinterland of Byron Bay. Never seen a health retreat. Yeah. Well, Thompson Fly, like you said, it was a short-lived full-package budget airline operated by Tui, who dabble in cruise ship packages. Oh fuck me, Jesus! I popped over to have a sticky beak at the uh, Thompson Fly reviews. Had a flick through the Trustpilot website, which is a one-stop shop for all things airline, and uh, not good. And again, though, you, you're going to get mainly negative reviews on these things because people people wouldn't hop on a website like that for positive stories. But the fact this airline was only around for what's it two, four years? Yeah, yeah. 
Jesus, what was going on? The UK early two thousands. They loved a they loved a fresh airline. Oh, they thought it was come one, come all. Yeah. It was like it was like buying an olive grove <laughs> for us. And that's what buying shares in something stupid like that. They just start an airline. Anyone can do it. Bloody dream. But having said that, obviously there are bad reviews, but I've never seen anything reviewed and 61% of the reviews are one star. Whoa. And they're fucking pages of them. <laughs> Even a world-packed wall-to-wall with whiny bastards. Um, I've never seen that. That's incredible. A lot of vacationers didn't do their research. There's people saying Cancun wasn't relaxing at all. That doesn't make sense. They said uh, it was like Ibiza with parties on all the time in the resort, didn't sleep for three days, that sort of thing. Someone said, oh, I didn't get my money back after something got cancelled, delayed flights, made it so the dog had to stay in the kennel longer than we wanted, etc. Many pages of this. Yeah. And uh, just have a fucking winch. Also, I love when they say Cancun wasn't relaxing, it was just a lot of parties. If they had only Googled Cancun. Oh, man. They could have avoided all these problems. Oh, for sure. Man, you Google Cancun. And the first thing, you know how you get questions if you Google something, you go down a little bit, past the first couple of ads, you'll see what it is. So you Google Cancun, one of the top questions is, should I tip at an all-inclusive resort? There you go. So that gives you an indication of what's going on. Yeah, it's not old people playing golf. No. (laughs) A lot of, like people, a lot of them saying, you know, I don't know how Thompson Fly executives sleep at night. Fine, I reckon. (laughs) They couldn't give a fuck. I, I sort of. I did read one from Sadie UK, and I don't want to read the whole thing. It's it's really long, but it's pretty good. Her wedding to Costa Rica, pretty much ruined by Thompson Fly, yeah. and she takes it further. I reckon ruined by marrying someone that thinks getting married in Costa Rica. Oh, man, you should have read. The, the review is brilliant. Yeah. I should put a link to it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's massive. But uh, something about, you know, fallen pregnant, and then the Zika virus. Uh, Thompson Fly, responsible for that by the look of things. Um <laughs> There's nothing on the on the Thompson Fly website regarding Zika virus. That was her, one of her main things. I remember when that was in the news. I never Thompson Fly was never mentioned. Yeah, oh, it was one of those cute little viruses, wasn't it? Mm. Little bloody ruffle of a hair. Which I'll be honest, I thought I'm, I'm putting my hand up. I thought coronavirus was going the way of the Zika virus. Oh yeah, you thought you'd just ruffle its hair and send it on its way. Yeah, be like the SARS. Have a laugh. I've been doing gigs. I've been doing gigs. So listening. Um, Gigs, obviously, on in Brizzy and it, now they're back in Melbourne. So listening to recordings from earlier this year and we're at Brisbane Comedy Festival at the same time. Yeah. And it must have been first week of coronavirus because I was telling everybody I'll hug them afterwards, let's shake hands, viruses are for soft cocks. Yeah. And just a mere million deaths later. Yeah, you may be, but none of those deaths are outside my place. I think it's bullshit, <laughs> mate. It's um, <laughs> There's no evidence to suggest it is the case. I don't know anyone who's dead. Um, many reviewers said they'll never book with Thompson Fly ever again, but I don't reckon anyone will. But they're not. Elon's like this. They don't come back. Like they did They did get merged with Tui and some other shit. They always merge in and out of. So they're still in existence somehow. There'll still be some Thompson Fly carpet yeah. on another airline yeah. somewhere. Some other cute airline with a shitty logo like this one's almost a winky face with a smile yeah you know i don't want a fucking emoji logo <laughs> ever on the tail of an aircraft keep it serious please i don't think you want emojis anywhere on any vehicle you're stepping into. no <laughs> i've seen them on fucking number plates now what's going oh, on man being in queensland for four months i don't know what ppq that the rates for because i know down in victoria vic roads 
personalized number plates are fucking expensive. I don't know if PPQ, you sort of give them away if you do over a $50 shop at Coles or something, but fucking every third car has a shit fucking number plate on it. Oh, yeah. Personalized number plate. Yeah. Or is it just the Queensland dream? It is the Queensland dream. What's the point of having a car if you can't put a personalised number plate on it up there? Yeah. But there's some pricks now whose names appear to be thumbs up or something. Yeah. Someone, that's someone's name now. It's just Sharkers. <laughs> Double Sharkers, that's my name. And you, and you can't yeah. say it. You have to act it out. If you've got no hands, you can't fucking address me. Who hit your kid when they ran through the red light? It was fucking winky face dog poo Christmas tree. Yeah. And he's fucked off into the night. <laughs> It's like it's, it's like we talk about recently. That's kid shit. Like it's total kids' ideas in the adult world. Like oh yeah, let's make a car with a fucking gumball machine on the top, and yeah, yeah, it's, let's get emojis all over it. Fucking pathetic. Anyway, good on you, Queensland. Um, be up there soon. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. But um, pretty much though. Like if you want to, if you want to do an all inclusive anything, then. Roll the dice, man. Little tip for novices, always keep your hotels, your flights, and your entertainment separate. No such thing in this life as a good deal. They'll fucking get you somehow. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. This is your one-stop shop for the entire next two weeks. You just don't want any part of that. No. I don't even like shopping where there's a variety of stuff there. I want to do different shops for different (laughs) things. Yeah, butcher, fruit shop. Fucking oath. Yeah. I like it. I like your style. Uh, Cancun, though. The Acapulco of Mexico's Gulf Coast with white sand beaches and low crime rates compared to some other Mexican cities is a disclaimer there. Tell that <laughs> tell that to the four journalists who got shot by police in November 2020 for being at a march to protest the murder of a 20-year-old woman. Admittedly, uh, the girl's mother had called for a peaceful march demanding justice, but halfway through she changed her mind, got on the megaphone, and told protesters to burn the fucking place down. Wow! And that's when the filth turned on them. So. Yeah, you can't you you can't do a mid-protest pivot like that. You've got <laughs> cops on the back foot there. <laughs> Mexican cops. I don't know how you get into that. It must be you're not you know you're not shooting good enough to be a part of a cartel. So, well, you you want super. I don't know how it works, but it's got to be pretty easy to get in there. Oh, Mexican cop. That'd be one of the worst jobs, I reckon. Yeah, like being a cop anywhere, it'd suck, and cops suck. But being a Mexican cop would be oh. awful, <laughs> bad news. Um, filthy English Bevans, though they always they always flock to places like this on deals, and they love a deal. Oh. The English, I don't think in my life the English have probably they've been responsible for telling me I've been ripped off more than any other <laughs> nationality just for the sake of putting me down. I come up and say, oh, "What's that?" And you tell them what it is. They say, "Oh, how much?" You go, "It's not for sale." You go, no, 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 how much did you pay? You go, oh, you know, 70 bucks. Oh, I could have got it for 50. <laughs> well, you didn't even know what it was a minute ago, you fuckstick. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the sort of shit that English pull a fair bit. Yeah. Love telling you they got a deal, usually about cars. It's easy when you save money by going for carpet in the toilet instead of tiles and shit haircuts. Yeah. And, but my English rallies, some of them are like that as well. <laughs> Very quick to point out being ripped off, not realising that they've just spent all their money on the pokies and cigarettes. Like it's quite easy to tell them how they've been ripped off throughout their life. But Yeah, yeah. Can't see past their own fucking spongy noses. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, the existence of your Cancuns of the world, they're the reason anyone outside of London's Ring Road, but still in England, are all lathered in orange fake tan and they own sunbeds just so they can look their best when they go to Cancun. By the way, what a job. Selling sunbeds in England, you probably people would have thought that had never happened. 
but it it works. People buy them. Oh, they sell themselves, mate. It's um yeah, it's pretty amazing. My favorite part about sunbeds is those tiny little goggles that they have. Oh. Have you seen them? Yeah. Tiny little things. <laughs> Brilliant. I've never sat on a sunbed. Nothing annoys me more. Maybe it's just because I'm a pasty cunt who'll definitely end up with skin cancer, but it just seems like such a waste of time just laying at the beach. Like swim or fuck off. I don't I don't want to sit around, there's sand in my taint. It's not a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel the same way about toilets. But, you know, do your business, get the fuck out. I'm always I'm always keen to leave the beach. Yeah. And and yet I love going there. I'm going down after this, in fact. Um I like for my English tourists though, rather like groups of Australians, just to be all together, preferably fenced <laughs> off in an enclosure. You just pick up a plane load of these sticky carpet nightclub revelers and put them somewhere sunny for a week of reprieve from English misery. And that's how your Thompson flies and your Thomas Cooks of the world can survive, flogging off packages to low breeds. It's um, pretty good for this. But uh, so anyway, our bloke, Raphael. Yeah, just fly across the world and still have the same beer. Yeah, that's just get into the culture, sit on a slightly different type of chair to do it. Eat some potato. Yeah, You know, bring the Irish pub with you. Raphael, our mate, he's uh, he's had form because... Some passengers had warned the check-in staff about him before this flight, saying, look, Jesus. he was on our flight on the way to Cancun. Oh. And um, he was trouble there. Same deal. Yeah. He was no good then. <laughs> He's probably no good now after a week of sun and drinking. Um, do something. And they did nothing. And fair enough. You can't have passengers saying, look, I don't like that guy. Don't let him on. If you could do that sort of shit as a punter, I'd be on a plane by myself most of the time. <laughs> Just go him, 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 him. Don't like the look of them. All right. Yeah, and also it's it's hard for poor old Thompson Thompson Fly or whatever it's called the poor the poor staff there because somebody said, "Oi, this guy was drunk on the way to Cancun." Oh, was he? Well, we'll just put him on the list with ninety eight percent of the other passengers. Yeah. Fucking hell, he's going to Cancun. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be more weirded out. I, I would have said, "Mate, this guy was in a suit on the way to Cancun, and he had a cup of tea." So. Keep an eye on him. Yeah, he's up to absolutely no good, <laughs> obviously. He was, um, Raphael hadn't had enough drinking in Cancun, though, because on the plane, he was swigging neat rum from a Pepsi bottle. And there's yeah. your first hint that something is awry a Pepsi bottle. It's no LA ice, but it's yeah. not far away. It's, um, yeah, anyone just taking little sips of Pepsi as well. That'd, and the fact that it's not the color of Pepsi. That would have stood out. Well, yeah, it's a uh, it's clear plastic bottle, neat rum in it. So it would have looked completely unnatural instead of black as a liquid. so I do love a spirit in a soft drink container. There is something pretty great about it. I just, I, anyone getting around with Pepsi is up to no good. If it weren't for KFC <laughs> palming off cans of Pepsi on unsuspecting customers, Pepsi wouldn't exist. It's the syrup. <laughs> Pepsi sucks, man. Yeah. It's, it's horrible shit. Anyway, so that's the first little bit that's, that's, uh, that's started it off and, and some dobbers told the crew, uh, one bloke has gone to the toilet. And uh, number two, perhaps even number three, I suspect. I don't know because it's taking a while. And Raphael has become impatient. Just started destroying the toilets, literally, not figuratively, like you do <laughs> at least twice daily. Um, like all the other passengers coming from Cancun yeah. to Manchester. <laughs> the, um, the meddling flight crew couldn't just leave him to kick the shit out of the toilets, though. They had to get involved, and that's when the rest of it's happened. Uh, Rafa during the scuffle, 
he's tried to open the cabin door. Can't do that. And um, I've got to say, from here on in, I'm gonna I'm gonna be calling him Rafa, a bit like Jim Courier does in his sycophantic interviews with Rafael Nadal at the Australian Open. Yeah, yuck, nauseating. Oh, it's gross. It's like, oh, hey, Rafa. Oof, what a match, Rafa. People say to me, they say, Jim, Jim Courier, winner of four slams yourself. Who do you think's the best left-hander in these sticky Melbourne conditions? I say, Rafa, it's you, Rafa, because you're Rafa, Rafa. Fuck off, Courier. Yuck. Mate, I've just got to take your word for that because I wouldn't watch tennis, let alone the interview that takes place after it. So thanks for your research and uh, I appreciate what you've had to do do to get that information. Well, how do you know who Rafael Nadal is or Jim Courier? You must have seen something. Just from the ads. Oh, okay. Yeah. They snuck ads in during actual sport trick. I don't watch the tennis. It's been on, like at pubs and shit that I've seen. I don't sit down and watch tennis. That's what you're trying to get me on. (laughs) You're not going to get me. I don't like it. pair of paternal abuse survivors running around in white shorts while conservatives in the crowd gasp their approval. Nah, not for me. Um. (laughs) I like for my sports. You don't want to go to the Stella Artois tent at the Australian? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Become a member of the Fanatics. Take your fucking boat shoes. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> Maybe I will go next year, though, I'm... in Melbourne. Just put on a f- I'm on my Maroons jersey, see if I can get in. Oh, you won't. You've got to wear, That'd a, be a, first. You've got to wear a pink a, business A Maroons shirt. jersey at the Stella Artois tent. <laughs> <laughs> pink business shirt, white shorts. Yeah. Oh, you're not out of place there at all. Come straight from the Channel 9 wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> no one laughs. Um, so during the escalation, right, Rafa, he's piped in with, if you don't take me to Belfast, everyone is going to die. Hate to stop over Rafa. Fair play too. Man, he wants to like change his mind. It's like it's not getting in a cab and going, we're going this way. Actually, go the other way. Yeah, I'm going past though, I think. I'm trying to remember the map correctly. Uh, no, I think you are yeah. going past. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's be honest, a lot of people on that flight are then going to Ireland afterwards, I'd have to assume. I don't know, man. You don't think there's a direct Ireland Cancun flight? <laughs> yeah, must be. yeah, that's fair. They'd love that shit. But that's <laughs> like saying, if you don't take me to Belfast, everyone's going to die. That sentence, in my mind, that makes the whole thing technically a hijacking. Yeah. Cross the line, Rafa. Merseyside Zoe Barwell thought the plane was being hijacked. Oh, no. Poor Zoe. She hasn't yeah. realised she's on Thompson Fly, where they refer to that sort of language as larrikinism. <laughs> We've got another larrikin. Yeah. I I found a few, there were a few witnesses who piped in and a few little bits and pieces from the uh, tabloids where people have, have wanted to get a soundbite in. Leah Vogel, award-winning scriptwriter and filmmaker, said, he was a big bloke, must have been about six foot four. Jesus. So yep. they had a bit of trouble with him. He's a lot bigger than the criminal that came out of Mexico that I know that got me here in Australia. It's gotten a lot of people, that little Mexican. <laughs> he's only a little bloke, isn't he? Yeah, he's a little bloke. Big hat. Little bloke, big hat, <laughs> dancing, two guns, <laughs> as you should. Um, so six foot four. I mean, anyone anyone over about six two should really be preemptively restrained upon entry to an aircraft, should have to bring their own hockey strap and just go, yeah, tie me up. That's it. Yeah. A lot less trouble. What are they like? They're always, you know, air, airport security saying that we're looking for certain patterns in behaviour. 6'4 with a Pepsi bottle that doesn't have Pepsi in it. Yeah. There you go. Where's an air marshal? Oh, there should be, there should really be some cells on a plane. Just up the back should be a cell and you've got to get in, just lock up, done. It's called the cabin. 
on a Thompson fly flight. Yeah, but you've got to be locked in, like in solitary, <laughs> I mean. As oh, you want can't... like some, some Hannibal Lecter seats in row yeah. 29 and 30? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You could trolley them on, just like Hannibal. Get them on two-wheel trolley. I mean, we, we trolley fat people on in wheelchairs. Why don't we trolley lunatics on? On two-wheeler hand trucks. By the way, you said 61% or whatever, one-star reviews for Thompson Fly. On that flight, Cancun to Manchester, mm. what do you reckon the percentage of uh, enclosed footwear? Oh, well under 61%. Yeah. I reckon you struggle to find any. Any shoes? Oh, yeah, for sure. They must sell thongs in Cancun. Everyone would have the special. Oh, they'd be all exactly the same, <laughs> just thongs. Maybe, maybe a croc here and there, 2006, heyday of the croc. I would have had some of them. I found another witness, Ian McGranthan, who uh, I found, and he's a generous donor online to a National Autistic Society fundraiser on Facebook this very year. He said, "Good bloke." Um, and I tell you what, like like a lot of generous donors, we've said this in the park, they they can figure out how to donate to a worthy cause, but he had no idea how to do it anonymously. Yeah, that must be hard to do. Yeah, because I know every time I've donated, there is a checklist to keep anonymous. I've seen it. Maybe on the other sites, maybe they don't show it as clearly. Mm. Yeah. It's I weird, mean, isn't it? There's numerous chances usually to make sure you don't have your name shown. Oh, to do a good deed without crowing about it? I don't know. I mean, mm. we saw this in the show us, show us Your Receipts movement of mid-2020. Uh, oh, that's right. Which went a long way toward helping all the world's black people through a difficult period for a fortnight or so. That's just a, that's another example of just how hard it is to do something good without saying that you did it. Mm. Nearly impossible. I don't know. Show us but, your um, receipts. Fuck, I forgot about that one. That was the Black Lives Matter thing, wasn't it? Yeah, you had to show receipts yeah. then because, yeah. I don't know, why Why not? Um, oh, just in case I'm socially audited, who gives a fuck? <laughs> what, some fucking hipster going to come to my house and go through my books? Don't think yeah. so. Don't care. <laughs> Three letters I'm afraid of when it comes to receipts, A-T-O. Yeah. <laughs> I, um... Unless you're from there, fuck off. <laughs> and even then, still fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely fuck off. They've got so many ki- young kids work for the ATA now. Yeah. You can bully them down the phone and get away with heaps. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Pay what you can if you want. That's the ATO's motto. Um, Ian said about Rafa, he attacked a couple of crew members and a few people got knocked about. There's a man who's witnessed some violence in his life. A few people mm. got knocked about. It was a bit more than that. Um, <laughs> he's you... really gone for it. He's biting, kicking, screaming, all the rest of it. Did you see uh, another witness? Oh, Gary? Oh, Gary Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I saw Gaz. Now, Gary Jackson, you hear that name, you think, fuck, this guy's got to be anywhere between 48 and 72. Nah, young Gary, 28-year-old nightclub doorman from Sunderland. That man... Has seen some shit. Yeah, man. I couldn't find him. I tried to find Gaz now. A bit of a where is he now. Went through a lot of Gary Jacksons. The world is full of Gary Jacksons. And uh, if he exists online, he's not a bouncer anymore. A lot of them in Sunderland as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I went to the, straight to Sunderland, uh, Middlesbrough. <laughs> Gaz, he was, uh, I couldn't find it. There were a few with potential, but if, you know, I couldn't find the actual one, I don't think. He was, uh, Gary was a doorman. At Middlesbrough's Australian-themed walkabout pub. Oh, so he's seen some shit. Poor Gary. Sorry, Gaz. He's um. That's rough. Oh, walkabout. That's home, especially the Middlesbrough branch. That's home to some good old T-side punch-ups, from what I saw. I personally 
have never felt more embarrassed than seeing an Australian-themed anything overseas. Mm. I think it's the the worst part is oh any theme pub is that the the post with all the with the signs to how far everything is. Yeah, like Cooper Pedy, twelve thousand and ninety-six miles. You know, fucking <laughs> Brisbane, this all in different, slightly different directions. So I I, de- I hate that. I detest that in pubs even more than foreign currency pinned to the wall behind the bar. <laughs> You're not a fan of that? Oh, I fucking hate that. Makes me want to punch. What happens if it's fucking covered, roof and walls? Better? No, not at all. I kind of, I've been in pubs like that. And if it's at all reachable, I, can, I contemplate looking for the Australian ones, just thinking some dickhead. And knocking them has, off. Yeah, just knock it off and put it in my pocket for when I get home. Yeah. Some dickheads drop 10 bucks just to be a part of this. Nah, <laughs> gross. A part of history. I saw one, there was a pub in Alaska that I went to at a place called Homer, which is a city, city, a town on the world's largest spit. So, you know, like a bit of land that goes out into enclosed water. It's like five miles long, pretty much a road with just little shops and houses along the side, but that's it. Um, And there was a pub there, I think Salty Dog or something, covered in bills. Uh, What, outside as well? The whole roof was just... Money? Fuck no, it's Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know you know who love giving up stuff besides currency? American firefighters. What? Donating equipment, that sort of shit to pubs or what? No, they they're little they're little fucking patches and stuff you see in those oh, places. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, from doing those army tours, I think they get too many patches, all these people. Yeah. Well, I think some of them are just about to lose a few. Yeah. If that Absolutely. Yeah. Those blokes are in the shit. Who would have ever thought that Kabul would become a nanny state? Not me. Oh, man. Didn't see it coming. You know what we should have done? We should have sent Merrick over to sort it out years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Merrick, what's if you don't know? He's on Aussie show SAS Australia and um, he's pushed himself. He's pushed himself so far as he's become an earnest comedian. Yeah. That's what the cold must do to you. (laughs) <laughs> it's so cold out there, he forgot humour. Oh, I don't think he could be, to be honest. He, he's had a really good run at it, I think. You can't you can't go into zero degree water and come out and tell a joke. No one's doing that. Yeah, be hilarious. Your nuts are on your stomach wall. You're not being funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone fucking great. I don't know. He's like 47 or something. Yeah. He's done well. No, I don't think it's an age thing, is it? That you just got to fitness, not be, not be weak. Um, so Gaz, uh, nightclub bouncer Gary Jackson, he's um, he said, look, he, the guy wouldn't stop. Four of us grabbed him and tried to hold him, but he was very strong. Women and children were screaming. That couldn't have helped. Uh, yeah. Now that sounds like it took four people to pin Raphael down, uh, not unlike, although like it, the reports I got were that it was six. I think two of them, just like rugby league, after a tackle has been performed, they just come in and touch the bloke so they can get a stat. <laughs> Yeah, you tackled him as well. Again, I think I asked this on a previous episode, but if you're that, so rugby league, three people make a tackle on a bloke, someone comes in and grabs the leg at the very end. Does he get credited a full tackle? I, I think so. I don't think they have half tackles, full tackles. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I think you just got to come in and touch him. That's how you clock up the stats. But they're not as, I mean, they, they do talk about stats, but they're not as enamored with stats as your fucking mates in gridiron. I've never seen more stats. I love a stat. That, although I do like cricket, but... In American sports, stats are everything. The pilot of this of of has landed uh, the seven six seven in Sanford, 
near Orlando, Florida. Bing. So they haven't got that far, just across the Gulf of Mexico, and he's already like, we're stopping. You're out, buddy. <laughs> um, the FBI came on and frog-marched the 32-year-old Polish Belfast man down the stairs. Jesus. What's the difference between frog-marching and marching? Is it the arms? What's frog-marching? What do you do? I think frog-march is your maggot. Like there were some there were some streakers at the state of origin. They got frog marched. Yeah, I think if you've been arrested on a financial crime, I think it's the type of crime you've done. Oh right, you just get marched if you're white collar, but blue yeah. collar get frog marched. Frog marched, probably with a broken arm. Do you reckon they got they were dropped off in Florida, taken straight to here? To kill yeah, to kill yeah. Straight off to the voodoo lounge. Well, a lot of them probably did because <laughs> everyone had everyone had to get off. And uh, they got themselves a, a hotel for the night, free. Oh. So don't recall seeing that in any review of Thompson Fly, you fucking whinges. That they got a free night in Orlando. Yeah. Beautiful Orlando, Florida. Um, Have you been there? No. I've been to Florida, but not Orlando, no. Not Orlando. What's in Orlando? No, I've never been. Disneyland. Yeah. Disneyland or something, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine your town being known for that. You're forgetting uh, Orlando Magic and Shaquille O'Neal in his early days. Oh, okay. Pretty good reason to move there probably and raise a family. Yeah. Shaq was there one time. <laughs> um, Florida, a lot of wrestling events growing up. You'd hear WCW or WWF from somewhere in Florida. Yeah, yeah. They were the first ones to open again during coronavirus that WWE was considered an essential service, same as the UFC. Was it really? Yeah. They would never have shut, would they? I don't think the uh, the bigwigs down in Tallahassee would have taken any bullshit about this coronavirus business. It must have killed off a lot of people from Florida because there's a lot of old people there. Fuck yeah. And there was the, the coach of the Florida Gators, I think I brought it up the other week. They lost to Texas A&M in Texas and Texas had crowds and he said, next week I want to fill the swamp. That's the nickname of the stadium for the Florida Gators and then – he said, there's nothing to worry about with this thing. And then 19 of the players tested positive oh, right. to the virus. So, Great. Yeah. <laughs> no good. The, um, the plane, the next day after they've had their free night in Orlando, thank you very much, plane got going the next day and flew into Birmingham instead of Manchester because it was 2.45 in the morning. I assume they couldn't land in Manchester somehow. And uh, Birmingham? Yeah. Most of the passengers, they wouldn't have known the difference. They probably still live in Birmingham to this day. Just got off and thought, oh, I'm in Manchester and started living life. <laughs> Probably still there. <laughs> Gone into the house. Kids look the same. Yeah. They've just taken over. Same shit food in the fridge. No idea. Yeah. Uh, a relative of mine who will go unnamed because I know he listens to this podcast. He's an immediate relative. Uh, he once, when I was a kid, we're watching TV. It was like a few days before Christmas. And on BBC News, there was a sick kid at the hospital in Birmingham. It's yeah. the worst accent in England. <laughs> yeah. And this immediate family member of mine who will go unnamed, <laughs> this kid from Birmingham was just talking about how the Birmingham football team were going to turn up yeah. um, as like a Christmas treat and he couldn't wait to see him. And my immediate family member said, that accent annoys me so much. I hope he dies as the players are getting off the bus. Sick. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to commit to hating an accent, you might as well wish death on a sick kid. Go all the way. That's the Cody family motto. Brutal. Brutal. 
Um, Raphael, though, he didn't make it to Birmingham. Obviously, he's appeared in court in Orlando, charged with interfering with a flight crew, deported to Poland. Didn't even get back to Belfast. See you later, buddy. Go to Poland. Get yourself some borscht and fucking take it easy. Jeez. Rough for the poor bloke. So he didn't get to pick up his belongings at home. Yeah. Straight back to Poland. Again, what's the difference though? We're going to send you to a cold place where there's a lot of heavy drinking. All right. Well, I said Belfast. I may as well go to Poland. Yeah. Whatever. Absolutely. Much for muchness. Not much. There's, I mean, there's been troubles. And I've always loved in Northern Ireland, they call uh, a period where there's textbook terrorism, they say the troubles. Talking about it on radio the other day, it, it really takes the sting out of terrorism to call it something fun like the troubles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everything can do with a rebrand. It's uh, yeah. It's like a lack of judgment. Just put a Z on the end instead of an S, and it's cool as well. Oh, that's the, that's the standard <laughs> shop one. But lack of judgment, you kick the fuck out of someone. Just said, oh, I showed poor judgment there. That's it. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. What was the one we discovered the other day? Um, poor culture. Oh, the culture. There's a yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There's bad culture here. Culture did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Culture has perpetrated nearly as much now as the black dog yeah. in terms of violence against other people. Yeah. And uh, I think we should look into culture. What was the bank? Was it HSBC? It was one of those banks maybe, oh, I should get the bank right. And there was a big four bank as well that had, it was like 16 million illegal transactions. Oh, Commonwealth. And they said there was just, it was just a culture. Yeah, just a culture. Don't worry about it. It's not the um, it's not the massive twenty five mil bonuses every year. It's nah, the bloody culture. Not a financial crime. I can't hold up a Seven Eleven with a syringe and then just say culture. Sorry, guys. No, Bad culture. That culture's looked down upon. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's nice though with all the cameras and everything. We pretty much have taken crime off the streets and back into boardrooms where it belongs, and uh, things are going along <laughs> swimmingly. Not for the poor. I love too when there's a wealthy neighbourhood and one of the things they love about it is that there's no crime there. Mm. So, oh, no, there's there's crime. Yeah. It's just not a fucking knife to the throat for yeah. your iPod. <laughs> there's fucking crime. <laughs> it's almost the least amount of crime you see in the neighbourhood, the more crimes there are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Those neighbourhoods, they should all have do- their doors open. They should be forced to leave their <laughs> doors open so I could walk in and go, what are you up to? What are you doing? You fu- show me your computer, you fucking grub. I don't have butterfly knives and knuckle dusters, but it's fucking worse. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'd rather lose my wallet than my super. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's about it for me. And Rafa, poor bloke, back in Poland, sucked in. Um, tip from the top, don't drink from a Pepsi bottle. Things can go awry very soon after. I think he, he could have avoided trouble even before then by just avoiding a package holiday. I think that's where a lot of trouble starts. Yeah, package holidays, no good. Cruise ship industry should be back fairly soon, so exciting times. Ignore our advice and get back on that at your fucking peril. As soon as your flight to com and dinner are all on the same receipt, something's going to go bad. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> you know what? All your all you can eat and drinks now. They've got like an hour. People brag about oh, I got an all you can eat and drink thing for three hours, so they they click a stopwatch as soon as you walk in. And that's it. Oh, so COVID. Yeah. That's how fat people are and gluttonous. Oh. You can't have an all-you-can-eat now. You've got to put a timer on it because you'll just lose. Do you know Ed Cavalier? Yeah. Oh, not personally, but yeah. I think it's six times he's been kicked out of an all-you-can-eat. Oh, he's a prolific eater, is he? It's one of those. Yeah, and he's he's got tips on it. 
how to really get the job done. Right. Like to be, because he doesn't drink. So to get, I'm always blown away by anyone that gets kicked out of an establishment sober. I'm not saying that drinking is an acceptable excuse, but. It is. No, it is. It is. It fucking is. It's a reason. Getting, getting, getting taken out of a place stone cold sober is fucking incredible, let alone a buffet. Mm. Like the level of dead shit's there. For you to eat so much that you're worse than some of those people in that place. You'd have to be I mean, you'd have to be bragging or at least smug about it to get kicked out, wouldn't you? If you're just going about your business, they'd leave you alone. I think it no, it's the sheer amount of food he can get down. Yeah, right. They just they go, No more, mate. Is he big? He's done your dash. I've never met him. Is he big? No, he's fucking fit. Shredded unit. He's just got he's got some tips. Yeah. Tips on how you can do it. Yeah. Right. Shredded comedians. Don't know about it myself. <laughs> Little unnecessary life might find, but uh, skinny legs though. Sorry, Ed. I don't know if there's no fucking squat rack at your gym, but join one that's got one. <laughs> All right, mate. I got to go. All right, down to the beach, jump into the ocean. Fuck yeah, get amongst it. That brings us to the end of another episode of Mid Flight Brawl. Heggy, what do you have coming up? I oh, I don't know. The tour's rolling. I'm going to Wagga. Albury just before Christmas. Um, nice. A few other little bits and pieces around Sydney, a couple of Christmas parties, that sort of business. And then uh, my tour is picking, map, picking back up again mid-January. So check out lukeheggy.com to see where I'm going regionally. Mid-December, I hope you do very well in those gigs at Wagga and Albury. Otherwise, you're going to ruin Christmas. So you don't want to do that for the people Here in those is. beautiful parts of the world. <laughs> yep. Hold on. I'll play mine. Oh, yeah, go on. Very accurate. Oh, no, that's one of yours again. Oh, sorry, mate. Fuck, mine aren't in the toy anymore. What's happened? Yeah, that's it's convenient. as if I'm in control of it. Good finish, mate. All right, well, I'll see you next week. I'll be doing gigs around Melbourne. Just all the rooms are open again. Limited oh, yes, capacity, yeah. but I'll be doing spots around the place. Uh, counting down the days till I can have a fucking... A frothy. Oh, yeah, that can't be far off. But good luck to the half dozen people who are allowed to go to a fucking show in Melbourne. It'll be just like normal, <laughs> I assume. And uh, get amongst Nick Cody, uh, Melbourne's finest poet. <laughs> I'll see you next week, you can't. Yeah, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.